Tar conducted Anne to an official car and gallantly assisted her into the front seat. He drove out of town by the Lagunitas Road, which took a preliminary dip to the south, then wound westward over the flanks of Mount Tamopias, eventually meeting the Pacific at Horseneck Beach. I spoke to your father's landlord last night, said Tar. He hasn't been too happy. Your father apparently failed to do some work he had promised. Anne made no comment. The fact was of no interest to her. Tar glanced at her sidewise. What do you do for a living? I'm a schoolteacher. You don't look like any of my old schoolteachers, said Tar. I might still be in school. You don't look like any of mine either, said Anne wearily. After a moment, Tar asked, Since you're Miss Nelson, you're not married? Not now? I guess we all have our problems, said Tar. A remark over which Anne puzzled for several minutes. San Rafael fell behind. The road passed through a scrofulous district of housing developments, then veered off across a rolling countryside of vineyards, copses of oak and eucalyptus, and old clapboard farmhouses. The hills became steeper and wilder. Fir and pine appeared beside the road. Ten miles out of San Rafael, the road swung across an ancient timber bridge and entered the village of Innisfail. The main street housed the usual assortment of business enterprises. There were three or four tree-shrouded back lanes lined with spacious old dwellings. At the edge of town, Tar turned right into Neville Road, which after a turn or two led down the middle of a long, wooded valley. Tar pointed ahead to a ranch-style house overpowered by four massive oaks. That's where your father lived. And, suddenly aware of an unpleasant sensation, expectancy, tension, oppression, had nothing to say. Tar turned into the driveway and parked under the largest of the oaks. Anne got out slowly, the unpleasantness becoming ever more acute. She shut out of her mind the recollection of her father's dead face and, forcing herself to relax, looked around her. The house was neat and innocuously modern, quite devoid of character. It might have been a transplant from one of the tracks near San Rafael. The front wall was dark brown board and batten, the side walls bisque stucco. There was a shake roof, a used brick chimney. The garden consisted of a straggling laurel hedge, a patch of lawn, and a line of new rose bushes. In the garage stood a battered green car, evidently the 1954 Plymouth of the ownership certificate. If Tar was aware of Anne's state of mind, he ignored it. Matter-of-factly, he took several keys from his pocket, sorted through the labels, selected one, unlocked the front door, and stood aside for Anne to enter. She marched into the house, prepared for... What? The odor of death? The air was fresh. Cautiously, Anne relaxed. Her apprehensions were over-fanciful. This was only a house, a sorry, ordinary house lacking even the echo of her father's personality. She looked around the living room. It seemed a trifle stuffed. The furniture, like the house itself, was impersonal and characterless, except for a large bookcase crammed with obviously expensive books. At one end of the room, beside the bookcase, a door led into another room, 
evidently the study where Roland Nelson had died. This was on her right hand. To her left were the dining area and kitchen. In the wall opposite, a sliding glass door opened onto the patio. Behind her, a hall led to bedrooms. Anne said tentatively, It's not the house I'd expect to find my father living in. It's a pretty big place for one man, Tar agreed. I guess he liked plenty of-